This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're just tuning into today's show, I want to let you know that you can give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 if you have any questions or you want a little more information about our topic. And definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're at my website, click on the radio page, and there you can check out past shows. We do a lot of educational topics. And also, please subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. So like I said, don't hesitate to reach out to Chris and I with questions or to go ahead and set up a face-to-face meeting because we really like it when people get excited about setting up their plan for retirement success. So before we jump in, we are going to be talking about in-demand jobs for older workers because I come across it all the time with clients as they get super excited about retiring and then all of a sudden for many reasons, they want to go back to work and they say, well, what do we do now? So we're going to talk about that today in just a minute. But I wanted to check in with my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great, Tara. Thanks for asking. And wow, that sounds like an interesting topic. Another new one for us, Uh, you know, uh, demand, on-demand or in-demand jobs for older workers. That sounds good. Uh, I've been great. You know, the COVID thing has kind of set us back a bit, especially during the holidays. It's not uh, the same. And a lot of people are struggling with that, but we're making the best of it. And fortunately, uh, my family and I are healthy and we've been just keeping really busy. What have you and Chris been up to? Uh, Tony, I think a little bit of the same, you know, with the holidays coming up, we've been really working hard to get the family connected on Zoom. That seems to be working out really well for us because, you know, it's hard around the holidays when you're when you lose that connection. And so we've just been really working to make sure that we're keeping keeping that going. And then obviously it's always nice because we've we can touch base with our clients and do our financial reviews and keep those kind of things going. And with the weather coming in, we've been getting hay delivered for the horses. The only thing, Tony, is this year they they ran out of the the nice 60 pound bales I like and they delivered 100 pound bales. Oh, so I cannot lift those. So individual bales. So you don't get the big round bales. You get the individual bales. A hundred pound bales? Yes, it's it's an unfortunate weight because nobody wants to lift a hundred pound bales of hay. <laughs> well, you can't. Not I even mean, Chris. That's just not, no, Chris you can can't. do it, but I'm just like, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good way to hurt yourself is trying to lift those bales. I mean, I grew up on a farm and we baled hay all the time, but, uh, you know, we had 60 and then 80, but most of our bales were 60. So. Uh, right. Yeah. That's, that's a more... Uh, a more gentle, gentlemanly weight <laughs> yes. to be trying to throw uh, around. I didn't know they had 100 pounds. We never dealt with 100 pound bales. That would that would kill you. I mean, the 60 pounds were uh, tough enough. And now most, I mean, farmers now, if they have big setups, instead of baling individual bales, they just have a, a, a round baler that makes a giant round bale and they hook it with the fork on the front of the tractor and lift it up and 
you know, put it in, you know, the lot or something or break it up. And so, yeah, yeah. When you have a, when you have your own, your horses like you do, but individual bales are the best, I'm sure work easiest for you. Well, it's nice for when you're wanting to feed them in the stalls and in, in and out. And so thing is, is we have a tractor, but it's not really quite big enough to handle those uh, big round bales. And we right. just don't have a barn. You know, you can leave them sitting outside, but I, I like to have the yeah. hay in the barn. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it's much better. Hay is better in the barn. That's for sure. Well, uh, that's interesting. You guys have your hands full, literally and figuratively. There. <laughs> uh, those horses, they're spoiled. They've got you working. Well, uh, that's interesting. And it's good. It's good for Chris, though, to get out there and work those muscles, right? You know, it's, it's staying healthy is half the battle. So, yeah, keeps it is. Moving. Speak, yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, you know, I think our topic is a good one because uh, we all want to stay. If you're healthy as you get older, uh, you may have employment anxiety, though. And that's a real issue for a lot of people out there. I mean, if you're in your early 60s and are, let's say, four years away from retiring, the notion of going out to find a new job, that might send a chill down your spine, right? Well, I think so, Tony. It's almost like you know that or like trying to start dating again or any of those things that you don't do for a long time. Yeah. You know, you do those in your 20s and 30s. <laughs> so Exactly. So I, I would encourage everybody because, you know, almost everybody who retires, Tony, is is ready to look for that second job usually looking for something though that they enjoy, you know, once you've done your first job, but it's, of course, you're going to be nervous about it because that's a, a new skill that you haven't used in a long time, like going out for job interviews. And so, you know, I have a lot of clients in this situation, Tony, I, you know, we talk about it a lot. I have a lot of people that are dead set on retiring and then we have to figure out social security. But the thing is, Tony, is people retire and a few months later, most people are bored. They miss the social interaction. They miss that schedule. And and so I know tons of people that are looking for that, that next job because um, they just they like having that as part of their life. And Tony, think people are healthy now. It's not like, you know, it used to be in my grandfather's generation when people retired at 60, they were old. People, 60 is like the new middle age now. So it, it's, yeah. uh, it's we, we're going to talk today about some of the ways and, and career things that are available for people because it's a, little, it's a little scary to go out there and go, okay, I'm at, I've just retired. I was at the pinnacle of what my profession was, and now I'm going to be in this job pool potentially with some younger folks. And how do you compete with that? Yeah, that's tough. I mean, and I think I think it's really important you brought up a good point there. And if you've been utilizing a strong financial strategy, working one last job for a few years probably doesn't have to provide you with uh, the same salary that you've enjoyed in the past. And, you know, waiting out Social Security, socking more money away, and possibly purchasing like a retirement income tool, these are things that may become a little easier if you stretch your career out just a little. Longer. Absolutely. You know, and I'm definitely on the same page with you there, Tony, because planning is always is the best way because I always like to get my clients positioned. We talk about it that you can choose things that you want to do versus being forced to do things that you, you don't maybe don't want to choose. And so one of the things I really like is it's a great thing for older workers to look at, Tony, is teaching because no matter what your career was, you have all this life experience and you have a lot of of uh, experience to, to tap into. And so teaching is is a great, great thing to look at because you're going to get a regular salary, but you're going to just be 
paying it forward. You know, we talk to sometimes about like legacy planning and it doesn't just involve money. This is kind of that same thought where when you're teaching, you're giving back to your community, not just with the job that you're doing, but you're imparting all of that wisdom. And it's such a great career. And there's, it's really popular among women because, you know, I think almost 10% of women who have launched a second career after 62 go into teaching. Wow. Wow. So I, I think that's really important. And I think it's, you know, it's easy to see how teaching would be appealing because like you say, Tara, you're not only collecting a paycheck, you're really serving your community in an area of real need and helping. People. You know, it's exactly right, Tony. And I, you know, this is a little bit of statistics heavy, but the Bureau of Labor Statistics, Tony, reports that teachers are only going to become more essential in the coming years. So it's always nice to know where the growth industries are. And in fact, by 2026, yep. the nationwide need for teachers could jump as much as 8%, Tony. And that's a lot of people wow. because, I mean, there's already th over 350 um, million people. And so that that's a big need. And, you know, as, especially looking at a job, the salaries are about 60000 and elementary school is about $58,000. So when you're looking for that second sure. second income and second thing to do that you're giving back to the community, that's that's reasonable. Well, yeah, for a lot of people, uh, teaching and making that type of salary probably sounds very attractive. Uh, what's an, what's the next good job, uh, possible job for? Well, and here's workers? a great one, Tony. It's kind of in the same vein, but taking a look at your local uh, community colleges, because working as a college instructor, that it's going to tie very nicely into what we've been talking about. And you know, a lot of the older workers, Tony, most of us have master's degrees, PhDs, plenty of years of experience. And so that's a great, great time to put that to use in teaching college courses. Well, and that sounds like a great one. I mean, you can share your expertise with a classroom full of eager and bright young people who share your professional interests. That's a win-win. You know, it really is, Tony. And it's a great chance to look at like, because for me, I love teaching. I don't know that I would always have all the patience that I would need to do like an elementary school. <laughs> You and me both. Or, yeah, no, I couldn't do it. Or even the, the teenager element. So if you have that, God bless you. <laughs> but college, yeah. I love teaching. And it's a great second career because obviously people who are in college are there, they're paying money and they're mature enough so that they they, they want to learn. And, and that's really rewarding as a teacher to get to sit down with people that are, are coming to talk with you because they are now ready to receive. And Tony, just like I like working with my financial right. clients that come to me and go, I'm here because I am ready to create this retirement plan for success versus trying to tell, you know, these young college students, you need to start thinking about saving money. And they look at you with their right. eyes rolling going, gosh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the problem with youth, but it, it, it is what it is. But I would be willing to bet, Tara, that a lot of our listeners out there that have an advanced degree and a lot of experience, professional experience, would be interested in that option, being a college teacher. So, and I'm eager to hear more options for our listeners, uh, maybe some who that don't require advanced degrees, but we'll have to save that for after the break. Is there anything you want to add before we take a quick break? Uh, definitely, Tony. So that sounds great. So before we take a short break, I would just like to encourage our listeners to visit my website at www.taraenolan.com and call the office at 719-210-4242 to go ahead and discuss how 
Chris and I will be able to help you answer your questions and kind of address your concerns about your path to retirement. You know, Chris and I, it's our goal, Tony, to help you prepare for that retirement that you've worked so hard for, really plan for your dreams. And Tony, we have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers today because we want to reward those people that are thinking ahead and planning ahead. Yeah, that sounds good. And listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be right back with more conversations about in-demand jobs for older workers here on Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. There are many advantages to converting your 401k to a Roth IRA, which include tax-free qualified distributions and growth of earnings. This helps eliminate the uncertainty of future taxes and can lower your taxes owed on Social Security benefits as you near your retirement years. Call Tara Nolan Advisory Services at 719-210-4242 or visit TaraEnolan.com. We can answer your questions regarding 401k and IRA rollovers. We work with a team of CPAs and professionals who can work with you to help avoid potential pitfalls. We will guide you through the process in the most effective manner possible to help with your financial security. And welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're tuning into today's show and you have some questions, we're talking today about employment or jobs for older retirees. Please give me a call at 719-210-4242 and definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're visiting the website, be sure to click on the radio page, check out past shows, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. So the radio page also has previous shows. We do a lot of educational topics that can also be of interest for you. So, you know, we've been talking today about what options are out there for older workers, and typically those 62 and older, and trying to figure out, okay, you're getting ready to retire from your last job. What do you want to do when you grow up? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the idea of finding a new job in your 60s, that's scary for a lot of people, but we've already talked about some potentially good options. You've given us a lot to think about already. And I'm guessing, Tara, you have a lot more for well, us. Well, right? you know, I do, Tony, because I just I come across this all the time. You know, and another great opportunity that's out there, Tony, is working as an administrative assistant. You know, there's a lot of office professionals that find themselves missing the buzz of the office. And so a new role or a part-time role in an office environment can be a great option, especially when you're looking for that part-time, like you just want a little fix, but you don't maybe want to go in full-time. And, yeah. and so it's really popular, Tony, for people who have previously filled roles as secretaries, administrative assistants, receptionists, information clerks, bookkeepers, and accounting clerks. And another thing, Tony, that you should note is that these roles, while many of them still require to work in person, there's a lot of options now to work from home. I mean, that's happening for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, things are changing rapidly because of the whole uh, coronavirus pandemic. And I can see where uh, a retiree or pre-retiree might be a very intriguing candidate for a role like that because of their previous experience. They're able to hit the ground running after very little, if any, training and as any of our listeners who hire people know, that initial learning curve for a new employee, that, that can be steep and it can be time consuming and expensive as well. You know, Tony, you, you just 
having someone who has got the maturity is in place. And Tony, that's what Chris and I do with our business is we have someone that will take appointments because in today's day and age, Chris and I don't just sit in the office. We make, we visit clients by appointment only. And so that's something that we have an assistant that answers the phones and schedules appointments. And it's a wonderful help to us. And we don't have to have someone just sitting in the office to do that. So there's a lot of really good win-win options out there. But, you know, Tony, as we're talking about that, you know, putting the price on experience, uh, another increasingly common second career is nursing. And and I find this funny, Tony, because this is actually near and dear. A friend of mine actually just retired from her 20-year career in the Air Force. And she's going back to nursing school, Tony, because she always wanted to be a nurse. And I'm like, you just, you did 20 years in the Air Force as a logistics officer. You did amazing work. And now you're totally shifting gears. You're going to pick up a new career. And she just has always wanted to do that. But you know how we all get stuck in life like that, right? When we're younger, where you're like, well, this is what I want to do. But for whatever reason, whether it's it's employment or your parents or whatever, you end up picking a career that maybe wasn't what your dream always was. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that happens. And I think that's a really good point. And, uh, you know, I'm guessing that like the teaching option you talked about earlier the need for nurses is only going to increase, right? Absolutely, Tony. I mean, I have a lot of nurses and medical professionals in my family. I have my mom's a doctor. My sister-in-law is a PA. My dad was a nurse. I have a lot of, you know, friends of the family that are nurses. And Tony, the thing is, is they love it because you can go anywhere. You can, you have a lot of different um, specialties to pick from a lot of different times. One of my mom's friends is a traveling nurse. And so she She'll work for a while and then she'll take a little time off, but she'll just pick a part of the country where she wants to go and she'll go hang out there for a while working as a nurse. And it's it's really actually quite rewarding because you're taking care of people and you're giving back and it allows you flexibility to travel. And there's just always a need. So how nice is that, Tony, that you have a job where you can step away from it for whatever reason you need a break. You're having some kids, different situations, and the job is still going to be there. Yeah, that's huge. I I think that's really important. And, you know, I I think the need for a bachelor's degree, that might be a heavy factor for a lot of near retirees out there or folks who maybe are already retired. But if you think you'll want to work for several more years and would like to do something you feel does a lot of good, becoming a registered nurse may be a good option if it's available to you. Uh, What's next? What else do you have for Well, Tony, if you're looking to make a professional transition, let me start over. Well, Tony, if you're looking to make a professional transition shortly before retirement or just after retirement, becoming a real estate agent can definitely be an option because it allows you to work as a broker or an agent who helps people buy, sell and rent properties. And especially if you're you like people and you like talking to people, it can be a great uh, outlet. Tony, I have my sister in law is really working and starting to get her business off the ground and she does real estate because her husband has moved around quite a bit. So, Tony, that's a, a career that's allowed her the flexibility she needs to be able to be a mom and then also make money as they move around to different places. And and depending, the salaries can be about fifty-two dollars to $48,000, depending on how quickly you get off the ground. And, and, Tony, for a lot of people listening today, the best part of real estate is that you're going to be self-employed, which that gets into all the good things that you can do with your taxes if you work for yourself. Mm-hmm. And the good and the bad, though, Tony, right, is you can set your own hours. 
Ah, I like that. <laughs> so I, I, I like setting my it own It depends hours. on how, that sounds you, how responsible you are because some people do well with that. Some people don't. <laughs> That's so, true. That is true. But, That's but a good point. When you've reached this age in your life, you usually know yourself pretty well. <laughs> That's true. So, you know, but a lot of, of retirees, good Tony, find good work as property, real estate, and association managers. So these roles will typically pay about $58,000. And it's not expect, and it's expected that there's going to be more than thirty-two thousand of these roles during the next decade because, you know, people are retiring and there's going to be a lot of uh, communities, you know, the fifty and older communities. So there's just going to be a lot of growth in that area as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one as well. And I never thought about that. Real estate agent, uh, association manager, those are jobs that could be very well done and a applicable to uh, older folks, people who are either thinking about retirement or are in retirement. And I think there are a lot of good options that you've been bringing up uh, for people who aren't quite ready to retire and are looking for one last job, or maybe people who are already retired from their career and are looking to do something a little different while putting a few bucks in their pockets uh, or uh, padding that retirement income. So what do you have next for us? Well, Tony, the next option that's out there is to kind of look at a sales job. So if getting out of the house and working in sales is a job that would allow you to chat with customers, that may appeal to you, especially if you're really just looking for that part-time work. It's going to be a little more challenging, I think, for another year or so while we're sorting through this pandemic yeah. and trying to figure out all of the, the public interaction. But there, you know, life is still going on. And so there are positions that allow for that part-time schedule and particularly uh, if you're looking for a way to get out of the house because you're missing some of that human contact. Yeah. This is a, a sales job is one way that you can look at, at getting that done. Well, yeah, I think you bring up a good point. I mean, this is an interesting option because many older workers, whether they're near retirement or already retired, uh, need another income stream. They may need, a, need another income stream. But for a lot of other people, the importance of a job is uh, might be about just getting out of the house and engaging with the world and keeping busy. I mean, sales seems like the perfect opportunity to do just that. And I think if it puts a little extra money in your wallet, even better, right? You know, I agree with you, Tony, there. And, you know, another getting out of the house job could just be working as a driver. I can tell you what I have seen in my neighborhood alone, the Amazon truck is now becoming a staple part of my neighborhood and that never existed before. <laughs> and <laughs> and then there's also obviously there's Uber and Lyft drivers out there. So, you know, there's a lot of deliveries. You know, that's one thing with the pandemic is people have not slowed down on their shopping. They've just shifted a little bit about how they do the shopping. You just have to be aware that one of the negative things is that you might end up having to work nights and weekends. But if you're retired and you're just looking for a little extra income, you know, being some kind of a delivery driver might not be a deal breaker for you. Right. Well, there you go. I, I think that's right. And obviously, you know, when you see how popular uh, Uber and Lyft have already become, uh, although that slowed down because of the pandemic, it's clear that driving for a paycheck isn't going anywhere. I mean, let's not forget how common it is to see those Amazon delivery vans and UPS and FedEx trucks in our neighborhoods, right? Well, and Tony, I live out in the country on a dirt road because I have my horses and the Amazon truck is here every day. <laughs> so funny. we're not just talking in town. <laughs> That's right. It's true. I mean, everybody, especially during the pandemic, uh, the Amazon truck stop uh, in our neighborhood every single day, there's something being dropped off. 
Well, and so here's a little out of the box idea for you, Tony, is the next option might come as a surprise is joining the clergy after you retire. The numbers on this aren't crazy, Tony, but according to the Urban Institute, 1.7% of men choose the clergy for a new career at age 62 or older. And the need is also expected to grow during the next decade. But you should note, however, that a bachelor's degree is also often required to enter the clergy, just like it is for nursing school. Though educational requirements can vary by position like they do everywhere. Yeah, that's true. And you know what? You're right. A lot of people wouldn't guess that entering the clergy is something that a a lot of older workers do. But when you take a step back, I think it makes sense. I mean, a lot of people are very invested in their faith and emotionally invested. But while they're working during the working years, they may not have the time to invest as much into it as they'd prefer. But once you hit your 60s, that could change, right? You know, absolutely, Tony, because I think that we're, we all are multifaceted and there's things that we love, but when we're taking care of our family, we do the things that we know are going to help provide for our family. And what a perfect fit that once you retire, that you can pursue something that you have a passion for. So it's a great thing. And, and along that line, Tony, one of the other things that can be a natural fit for older workers is providing childcare because a lot of older workers are already well-versed in childcare because they've raised their own children and they probably maybe even have their own grandchildren. So there's not as much of a learning curve with this one. And, you know, what a great thing that you can do to earn money, but helping children grow and develop and talk about that it comes back to that same teaching idea where you're bringing that world experience and expertise and you're helping grow our future generation. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good. And obviously that's another great option. I mean, a lot of people, elderly people, uh, love helping children. And I think, uh, I think they feel like, you know, they worry about feeling out of step with the world maybe as they age and what better way to feel young again than spending at least part of your day with kids. Uh, what else do you have for us? Well, here's one, Tony, is um, you could think about taking on a management role. And this is a good fit for people who haven't yet re- retired but are getting kind of close to it. So if you think your resume and experience warrant going after a management role, in the last few of your career, few years of your career, that might be the perfect time to look at it. So, you know, Tony, many top executives earn six-figure salaries, and the compensation packages often include stock options and bonuses. So again, it's, it's that looking at, I think I read a story once years ago about Colonel Sanders, you know, Kentucky Fried oh, yeah. Chicken. He made, he, he made more money after 60 than he ever made his entire life. Yep. And, and there's, I mean, you can read case after case about that when you read about entrepreneurs. And generally, a, you know, Sally Swift is a, an author, a prolific author that writes about horseback riding, Tony. She wrote her first book when she was 62. Oh, wow. So... It's just this idea if you're if you're if you have it stuck in your head that you're 60 and you're old, you just really need to flip that around because it's just not true anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, age is really uh, not a thing, especially 60s. It's like you said earlier, it's the that's middle age now. <laughs> if you're in your 60s, it, it you're, really is you're middle age. So, uh, well, you know what? A great show, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today, Tara? Well, Tony, I would just say if you're getting close to retirement and you think that you're going to be working a second job after retirement for whatever reason, because you want to, because you want to find that passion project and you want to make sure that you have your retirement income stream set up to support that, give Chris and I a call so we can help you look through that and make sure it's all in alignment. The number is 719-210-4242. 
Chris and I love helping people get up, set up for success so they can enter into retirement joyfully. All right. That sounds great. And Tara, great show today. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at taraenolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.